If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Am I recording this because I want to remember it more like later on? Or am I recording it because I want to show social media that I have this really cute, fun life where I get to pet dogs? And I think it was that one. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. Welcome to the Photo Business Help Podcast. I'm Natalie Jennings. Today is a two-part interview with photographer Audrey Johnson. This is one that you're going to want to listen to. It is relevant to all of us, and we cover some really important stuff that I love. Audrey and I always have awesome conversations. Today, we will be talking about a recent blog post that she wrote about her time taking 60 days away from social media and the eight things that she learned when she did that. So this is a two-parter. This is part one. Enjoy. I'm just going to quickly introduce you for those that are tuning in to this little intro that we just jumped right into, or you can maybe introduce yourself, just say a little bit about what kind of photography you do, and maybe just give us an introduction to this blog post that we're talking about, because it's it's something that I think is powerful, important, and that is why we're here talking about it today. Okay. Well, I am Audrey Johnson. I own Audrey Nicole Photography, and... Back in November, the day after the election, actually, I decided to take a social media break for two months, 60 days, and it was life-changing and eye-opening and exactly what I needed to start feeling better because I had reached the point of burnout where I wanted to quit photography completely. And so I wrote a blog post about it and um, summed it up into eight things that I really learned from that experience. And that's why we're here. And it's it's beautifully written. And we've we've talked a little bit about where that comes from. And I'd like to maybe do another show on kind of that place of writing from truth and from alignment. So my idea was that because there's eight things, because this is a shorter show, I'd love to cover like your top four that stand out to you for whatever reason, they don't have to be your top four, but four of the eight things and then just send folks over your way to your blog to, um, to read the rest because it's worth reading the whole thing. Before we do that, though, just super quickly, 
what logistically happens when you sign off of social media? Do you literally just sign out of your accounts? Did you delete apps? Was there anything that you were allowing or like, or what would, what was that like for you? I set up auto responses for Instagram and Facebook messaging. So if anybody messaged me, they would see that I'm not on social media, come email me. And then also on my profile on Instagram, I wrote that I'm off. I posted a post about it and in big letters said not on social media Um, because I was worried about missing emails from people or messages and work. Did you still get emails from those places? Um, Yeah, I still got emails and was booking things through email. Cool. Yep. It wasn't a problem. And then I deleted the apps completely off my phone because they can't be there. Otherwise, I'll click them. (laughs) Yeah. So, yep, they were gone. Awesome. I don't think I logged out, though. No, that's good to know. The logistics are always interesting. And, you know, some people are on all the things. I'm on, you know, a couple things that I check regularly. But yeah, thanks for sharing that. So so the title of this uh, post, which is on AudreyNicolePhotography.com, is Eight Life-Changing Lessons I Learned from My 60-Day Social Media Break. And we've already kind of given you a, a little introduction to it. So Audrey, I'll just let you choose one and, and I might have a couple questions about it, but let's let's just jump in. I'll do, let's see, the urge to videotape things rather than enjoy them. I'll start with that one because that was probably one of the first things that I noticed. Okay, so on day like one or two of being off social media, I was walking my daughter to the school, uh, to the bus stop, and there's this dog that always runs out and wants us to pet her like on our little walk down to the bus stop. And I'm petting the dog and right away I like reached into my pocket to grab my phone because I wanted to videotape me petting the dog so I could put it on my Instagram stories. And I like stopped myself because I was like, wait a minute, I don't do that anymore. And it was so weird to like feel myself wanting to do that. And then I had to like question like, why did I want to videotape myself petting this dog so badly? Like, why could I not just enjoy it? First of all, I love that you say videotape because there's only so many of us in certain age demographics that still say videotape because I do. What do people say? I think just video. Oh, okay. Because I'm not sure. That's so funny. I like that I say that too. Well, I, I totally say videotape. It's That's hilarious. But I think what I was curious about is like there are definitely there's definitely a spectrum of, of people that feel the need to tape tape there you go record to record everything you know happening from breakfast lunch to dinner and 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 i believe that becomes a habit but i'm curious about what happened for you maybe a few days into that what how did your experience if you if your impulse wasn't to reach for your phone then what did you do i think that was one of my points too so it was like it was kind of like i noticed i was slowing down so I was just noticing, you know, using more of my senses to notice like what I was doing in that moment. So like, let's say two weeks later, the dog runs out and I pet the dog. At that point, I probably would have just enjoyed petting the dog. I would have noticed how it felt to pet her. I would have maybe heard her snort and be excited more than being concerned about grabbing my phone and recording it. So it really is like a slowing down that started to happen and just being content with what is going on in that moment. Mindfulness. (laughs) 
That's the big word, I think, that encompasses all of that experience. (laughs) That's a great word for it. And I think we hear it so much. It's such a ubiquitous word that having an example to share with people of like, what is mindfulness? Well, mindfulness is maybe not recording every single Mm -hmm. thing that's happening in your life. But going to the concert when we have concerts again and listening to the music rather than holding your phone above your head. Yep. Which, by the way, I've never, ever, ever watched back any concert video I ever took in the early days. But that's just another point (laughs) altogether. No, and I had a question, too. Like, am I recording this because I want to remember it more, like, later on? Or am I recording it because I want to show social media that I have this really cute, fun life where I get to pet dogs? And I think it was that one. It wasn't trying to remember it more. It was like I was trying to share with people so they thought something about me and my cute little neighborhood that I live in. Your neighborhood is really cute. I've been <laughs> to your neighborhood. It is cute. I love that topic. I think that topic should actually be something maybe we talk about for an entire episode because I think I think it's something that we're suffering from, you know, for sure, as just a society. And, and it's, it, this is just fascinating to hear because there are very, very few people that have said, screw it, I'm really active. I'm going to drop off for a couple months. And, and to be able to notice... What you've noticed is fascinating to me. Why don't we move into another point that you made in this post? So I said, number five, I was able to focus so much better on everything without social media and came to realize that I'm actually a highly productive person when I am treating myself right. So I think that kind of ties into that mindfulness. But like once I cleared out the distraction of social media, which I it's a huge distraction for me. Huge. Huge. I still wanted to like do something with that time. I didn't want to just like sit there and do nothing, but it shifted into wanting to do productive things. And that kind of builds this energy or momentum where you just want to do more and more and more productive things. So it snowballs and I had the focus and excitement to do the productive things like, and when I say productive things, I mean, I did everything from clean out boxes of papers from like 15 years ago (laughs) to uh, organizing my email, which had over 3,000 unread emails in it. (laughs) I now have zero. (laughs) So we'll be back with episode number two next show. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.